story that we were alluding to going into the break regarding being an employee of an NFL team. I'll just give you the Bernie stuff that you tell me what the side you had on it. Bernie Kosar, the famous Cleveland Brown former quarterback, who has fallen on hard times in his life and I think has gotten his act together recently, he's a broadcaster uh, for the Browns, does the radio, or as the analyst, obviously, and does some other Browns broadcasting affiliated with uh, the radio station that has the Browns' rights. Well, he, uh, Ohio, on January 1st, legalized sports wagering. Uh, Pete Rose famously made the first bet. Uh, He made a futures bet on the Cincinnati Reds to win the World Series. Well, Bernie Kosar was one of the first guys to also make a wager. And he announced, I guess, some point this week or this weekend that he made a $19,000 wager on the Cleveland Browns to beat the Pittsburgh Steelers. Well, because he works for the Cleveland Browns, he's not allowed to do that. Clearly, he didn't know the rules, but unfortunately, we live in a world now where ignorance is not a defense. So not only did he lose the wager, he lost his job. Yeah, The Cleveland Browns fired him as part of the broadcast and, and, and team I, to the point where he didn't do the game on Sunday. Yeah, and the way I read it is the Browns said it's an NFL decision. It is. Like, it's not, it's not us. It's them. No employee of the NFL or any of their subsidiaries is allowed to legally wager on the NFL. That's what I was trying to figure out. So I started asking around to people who I know who work for the NFL. He can wager on the NBA. Well, that, okay, sort of. So I tried to do some research on this by talking to various people, Uh and they, it's a major no no. Yes. And it was almost portrayed like, yeah, everybody knows about that, which means that Bernie Kozar, Boney Kozar, not really know. I don't know. Maybe you didn't think and uh, anyone's going to care. And the other know. thing is, they're and not al- on the Browns, but still. doesn't matter. They're not allowed in sports books. I don't think they're allowed to bet on any sport outside of maybe horse racing. So, if you're an the, NFL employee. There is a, I'll give you the exact answer, okay, since you asked. And only because I do this now, you know, because of my Saturday show, my history. There's a separation and a difference between players and NFL employees. And that's because the players have a separately bargained collective bargaining agreement between them and the owners of the league. Employees of teams are not held uh, to the same standards as players are because they're not a part of the CBA. So NFL players are legally allowed to wager, forget about legally, are allowed courtesy of the NFL's rules to wager on other sports. They cannot, of course, wager on NFL games, even if they're betting on their own team. NFL employees who are non-players are not allowed to wager on any sport. On any sport, yeah. That's correct. So if you work for the Jets or you work for the Giants, you can't bet on anything. Not only that, you can't go into a casino. You are not allowed to step foot inside a sports book. That's why I was asking Big Mac, you work for the Giants, because not that I want to get you in trouble, but we talk about that. He doesn't work for the Giants anymore. Excuse me? It's exactly what you want to do. No, I'm not trying to get you in trouble. I'm trying to <laughs> figure this whole thing out. Like, that would probably call, keep you from ever wanting to work for the Giants, right? You enjoy well, placing no, a bet. If someone know. said to him, If hey, they listen. need an offensive lineman, I would do it. Yeah, but if someone said you could be a part of the Giants radio of crew. Of course. Uh, but you can't wager anymore. You're going to say, okay, and you'll wager through your wife. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. We're going call like, Evan. can you make a bet for me? I mean, I'm sure there are employees that are placing wagers through third parties. And the reason that they're not allowed to is because 
in theory, you have access to private information. Yeah, hold on, hold on. That's the, why. The thing I find, I understand the Bernie Kosar situation. Because if you're also calling a game, you don't want a broadcaster having bet on that game. Because their call is going to be different. 100%. I, I love Mike, but Francesca, we could always tell what he had bet on right. based on his strong opinions on Monday. Right, on and game. by the way, that's natural. That would happen to me, too, if I was a big better. Oh, I, right? can tell, I can listen to any sports talk radio show in the country. And and you I know. can tell you if the guy's got money on the game. Okay, so I get why they wouldn't want a broadcaster like Kevin Burkhardt or Ian Eagle or Tony Romo to bet on a game. But, by the way, if I could just say NBA? one thing on that. As an example, like take Kevin Burkhardt. Right. Kevin Burkhardt does not work for the NFL. But he's not allowed to wager on sports, right? I think. But my point is, because it jades your coverage. Isn't that sort of ridiculous? Another sport that you have nothing to do with, and Kevin's not a great example because he's multi. He does baseball, right? Yeah. So I'm talking about the low level employee, someone who works on the Giants or Jets radio network. The, they about, can't bet on the NBA. How about the Come janitor on. for the New York Giants? Yeah, great, great. Can the, the janitor, janitor is not allowed to bet on the football? Forget football. Or any other sport. No, no, because football, all right, fine, you're in the building. Can't. I can understand that. I saw what Saquon ate yesterday. Maybe that gives me an edge. Sure. To put that aside. Yeah. You can't bet on tonight's Knicks Bucks. Not game. according to the rules. That's crazy to me. Now, who, now, here's the other thing you should know. Every name of every active employee has been sent to all the sports books. And it is updated daily. Really? So if you're Joe Blow and you got a job with the Giants, Jets, you know, pick your favorite team, don't matter. They send that name. There's a third party company, I'm forgetting the name of it, that does this for all the sports books. And they're the like the blue ribbon company that does this. So all the leagues use them. And they're totally independent. It's how Calvin Ridley got caught right. uh, last year betting. Uh, when he was out you know, for the Atlanta Falcons, he since been traded to the Jaguars, which sets up an interesting scenario for next year. That being said, your name is sent in. You're in a database. And they red flag it all the time. And they reach out to teams, and there are guys that we've never heard of because they're not Bernie Kosar who have been uh, removed from their position. I can understand more an NFL player not being allowed to bet on the NBA or Major League Baseball as compared to just an NFL employee. And what's crazy is that they are allowed to. Right, that's my point. I understand why the CBA and all that negotiations, but you would think you're more likely to have inside information if you're a professional athlete. based on friendship. Yes. Like if my boy is the backup point guard for the Knicks and he and I just BSing the way friends do, I might know that Jalen Brunson's out tonight right. and no one else knows That's it. why I find right. it strange that, like, Paul DeTino can't bet, not yes. that he would, I'm just using yeah, that yeah. as an example, uh-huh. on the, the, the Yankees on opening day. Can't right. do it. Not allowed to bet on space. It's just, it's crazy. It's weird. It doesn't make a lot of sense. That being said, let's also not be naive about it. What's that? If you wanted, let's say you were forbidden from wager. Let's say WFA had a policy. You can't wager. Right? There's a way around. Of course. So all of a sudden, your wife now becomes a big wager. Yeah, so Bernie Kosar should have just asked his wife. Yeah, well, listen, Bernie, I feel, I feel bad for Bernie because Bernie's had his problems. Yeah, but how long And apparently does... he was on the road back and doing okay. My question about that, Bernie though, is was how trying long... to sell me on, a, on, a, on investing in a vitamin company. Okay. Yeah, and I was like, this just doesn't seem to make a lot of sense, sense to me. Was it good? I don't know. I didn't invest in it. 
Yeah, it turned out that there are other companies that are very successful doing what but he, he pitched me on years ago. No, no, but to him, though, yeah. he's not banned for life. Can he work on Browns Radio next year? No. Forever. I know. Well, it's up to the Browns. Well, that's my question. Like, he made a mistake, okay. Yeah. Maybe he didn't know. He should have known. Like, don't you get one strike at least? That's what, that's what I'm saying. So he got fired, but sometimes people get fired and get rehired. You're allowed to. You get forgiven. So at what point would Bernie Kosar be forgiven where you're like, all right, we'll bring you back? First of all, I don't know how good an analyst he was. If he was a really good analyst, I would think that they'd probably, somebody would vouch for him. I think uh, my old uh, buddy Jim Donovan does play-by-play for them for the last hundred years. I would think that if he would say, look, you, you slapped him on the wrist. He didn't know any better. You got to give him a break. Let's just bring him back next year. Bygones. But I don't know. I mean, I also th- th- probably... Anybody that's hired today, I'm sure that's part of the welcome package. Listen, just so yes. you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, because now it's now it's everywhere. Just so you know. We're not, we don't care if you've gambled in the past, but once you start working here, NFL rules, you can't gamble. If that's a problem, just tell us now before we go down that road. I'm sure they tell people now, right? I don't know if it's exactly the same, but tonight is the national championship game, as I'm yeah. sure you know. Seems like everybody's on Georgia tonight. That's all I keep reading. Georgia this, so, Georgia that. Well, I'm not talking about the actual game, but there's two broadcasts tonight. There's the regular broadcast on ESPN, and then there's the Pat McAfee broadcast on ESPN, too. Yeah. I'm sure Pat McAfee's going to talk about the betting aspects of this game, right? Or maybe he's true to uh, form, yeah. So how's that okay? I know he doesn't technically work for the NFL, but he's working on a broadcast. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just I'm looking at the hypocrisies he of this whole work thing. He doesn't work for the NFL. He works for ESPN. Yeah. Maybe ESPN's Who's a partner got... with the NFL? So, Who's a partner with the NCAA? I think you know, every network's got their own rules. I can only speak to my experience that, you know, some companies say you're not allowed to wager because you might be privy to inside information. So now, if you're if now, I don't know where he's doing it from. Pat McAfee has a better chance of having inside information more so than the yeah. janitor. At, I agree. At MetLife Stadium. Well, then maybe he shouldn't be allowed to wager. But you know, his whole platform is based on wagering. That, now. That's my point. That's I'm why I'm saying on that. Well, you, the, you know, listen, ESPN decided to get him to bed with him because he's very popular right now. Yo, know, so maybe they bend the rules for him. I don't know. I that's a good, great question. Thank you. You know, but he's not an NFL employee. But he does work for a network now, and I'm sure ESPN's got a policy that their rank-and-file uh, broadcasters are not allowed to wager. Dude, does and every- yet Scott Van Pelt has made Bad Beats a prime part of his show. doesn't mean he wagers. Right. It means he's aware of wagering. Yeah, that doesn't mean he's betting, right. Do other sports have the exact same rules? Like, if you're an employee of the New York Knicks, New York Mets, Brooklyn Nets, New York yeah. Yankees, do you follow those same guidelines where you to, can't I bet on anything? I only know the NFL rule. Yeah, no, I'm just curious in general about it. Um, let's see. Um, the league pre- Forget players. We understand right, so players. So the NBA, the NBA prohibits all employees from wagering... On anything NBA related. Understandable. What about betting on the NFL? Hold on one second. All right. That'd be a tough one to legislate because that's the sport people actually want to bet on. Okay. People bet on the NBA, but obviously the NFL is far more popular. Let's see. Let's see. Um, uh, Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Okay. Yeah, you can't bet on the NBA. That makes sense. No, there's a prohibition on betting. Uh, but it doesn't say anything about other sports. 
and I don't want to waste your time reading this to myself while we're on the air, but I'll keep reading it. It would seem to me that all the leagues would have a universal policy, but they may not. No, I mean, they're not. Don't forget, the NBA, to their credit, was the first to uh, openly suggest, yeah, we could be into gambling. We see the future well before the NFL did. Yeah, they were. The Adam Silver was way ahead of the well, curve. Well, you know where Adam Silver's way ahead of the curve? And I bring this up because when I saw this about 20 minutes ago, my mind quickly went to the NFL. Last night, the Nets beat the Miami Heat. At the end of the game, it appeared that there was a lot of contact between Jimmy Butler and Royce O'Neal on the final play of the game. On the uh, O'Neal put back to win it? No, on the Jimmy Butler attempt with three seconds to, tie, to go to take, to to take the lead, got to okay. win the game. Because right. O'Neal had that great putback. Royce had on the, the putback after yeah, the yeah. Kyrie miss. Okay, yes, Miami calls a timeout. Jimmy drives to the basket, gets by Utah. There's contact between Butler and O'Neal. And it looked like he got fouled. I'll okay. be the first to admit it. They don't call it. Butler misses the layup. Nets win. I'm ecstatic. Great. But... Hey, was there a foul? The NBA, after every game, releases a two-minute report in which they tell us, hey, this was a messed-up call. Hey, this was a good non-call or a good foul call. So about 20 minutes ago, it came out that the league got it right. There wasn't a foul. So as a net fan, I was making fun of Big Mac because we argued about it. But then I quickly shifted to the NFL and said, wouldn't that be nice, Roger? Wouldn't it be nice to hear what the experts say about the crap we saw in the Seahawks game, the non-calls we saw in the Green Bay game. It's called accountability. No one's saying it's going to change anything. It doesn't. Even if they announce, yeah, Butler got fouled, I'd say, great, Nets got away with one, we'll call it a day. But at least we know the league got it wrong. I want to see the NFL grow a pair. Now, the NFL does it when a team uh, files a complaint. I don't want that. And they will announce, hey, we got that call wrong. Not enough. Not enough. But they don't do what you're talking about, which I like. Why should the NBA do it, not the NFL? Tell me. By the way, I'm with you. Well, because Adam Silver is the most fan-friendly and transparent commissioner we currently have in sports. Transparency. And that's key because we know you're not perfect. And when we see something glaring... It's nice to know that you see it also, and you don't hide behind, hey, our refs do the best yeah, job. We're you not, say, look, we effed up. We're not changing the results. No one's suggesting that. But what we want is accountability. Yeah, I like Adam Silver a lot. No, and I think that's one of the best policies he has, and I always love that. Whenever there's a controversial call, did he start I know. That, or did Stern start it? Uh, uh, that's, a good, I, that's a good question. I got to go back to when this thing started. I would think he started it under his watch. Well, let's just give Adam Silver credit because I like him more. I mean, I don't remember David Stern. I mean, he hasn't been commissioned though. what's a good decade now anyway. I like Adam Silver a lot. I just do. He's just a good dude. You know, it just seems like I, I, just I like Gary Bettman too. He's a good dude also. I think it's important. And I think after a day like yesterday in the NFL, and it's going to happen in the playoffs where we're all freak out about calls, I would love to know, hey, we're all wrong. We assumed wrong. That's a good yeah. penalty. That's a good pass interference. That's a good non-call. Because it also ends debates. It also lets, you know, the arguments of, oh, that's a pass interference. Oh, that's not a roughing the pass penalty. We at least get to hear the official league statement. Because I saw yesterday in the NFL, you saw it too. We all did. Horrible calls. Or non-calls. Or non-calls. Yeah. And all you want is accountability. Yeah. And the league doesn't have it, yet the NBA does, and I appreciate it. Here's uh, David and Westchester on the fan. David, what's going on, kiddo? Hey, guys. So, the, you know, the thought of going into next year with Salah mm-hmm. just makes me cringe. And I, I would vote to blow it all up in a heartbeat because I don't want to get into next year. We start out weak, and then we have yet another uh, coach on the payroll so Woody can turn around and up my PSL 
fees again because it's the, the ticket sure. holders have to pay for all. Well, let me ask you a quick question. Knowing that prices are higher next year because they are, they've already done that part, if you're going to blow it up, and I'm not saying you shouldn't, do you have a replacement of mine that would make you happy? At this point, honestly, anybody would because my concern is that you're going to take players and you're going to alienate great talent like Sauce Gardner who don't want to play for the coaches who are more worried so here's, about... Here's the rub you know, on that, and I appreciate what you're saying. I apologize for interrupting. We don't know that Sauce Gardner doesn't like the coaching staff. The players have publicly, like Garrett Wilson, I'll use him as an example. Garrett Wilson said, I love Mike LaFleur. That's what he said. He loves him. Yeah, well, he so gets the ball a lot. <laughs> in my defense of this coaching staff, David, would be this. We have no indication that they've lost the trust of that locker room. That's not a knock on this coaching staff because okay. we haven't have we don't have any evidence of that being the case. We have evidence that okay. we don't think they're competent. Well, that's the case. Yeah, but when you have a very limited career and you're incentivized monetarily by what you're getting on the field, right? So take Garrett Wilson. And if you can't get him a quarterback who can help him reach his benchmarks, then it's costing him millions of dollars. Of course, he's going to say he likes the coaches, but he wants to get into a situation where he can maximize his Well, career. you know what I think Garrett Wilson would say with truth serum? He's not going to say this publicly. Get me a real quarterback. And I think they yeah. would all say that. And I think they all know that this season, the musical chairs of quarterbacks, some because of injury, some because of decision, is not healthy. And you're usually not going to win that way. Yeah, and listen, let's not forget, Elijah Moore demanded to be traded uh, three months ago, two months ago. So it's not all Shangri-La with the coaching staff. And you saw Garrett Wilson uh, be a standout stud. Like, he had the best year any uh, rookies had, including Keyshawn, if I'm not mistaken, after he yesterday, right? He had a right? tremendous rookie season. Yeah, and by the way, to be fair... We said the same thing about Elijah Moore the year before that. No, you're right. What a great find we, we had. So we, we also, we've got talented receivers. We also said one year ago at this time, hey, I like the way Zach's trending. Zach finished the regular season a year ago Without any picks, on a positive right? note, and we were all saying, ah, oh, he's about to break through. By the way, one year into his tenure as commissioner, Adam Silver created the two-minute report. Did. He Told took you. over in 2014, and in March of 2015, they started releasing these transparent mm. two-minute reports that I believe every major sport should follow suit in. But it's been out there for nine years, and no one has. The NBA is the only league to do it. Uh, is, is this a legitimate quote from Zach Wilson today? I know uh, we don't have a giant I, I saw, yet. I saw what Zach said. What do you want to know? Uh, is it true that Zach Wilson said... Uh, assuming that the New York Jets are going to bring in a veteran quarterback and keep Zach on the roster, quote, I'm going to make that dude's life hell in practice every day? Yes, he said that. Do you guys fine. have that? Yes. Yeah, he said that. Oh, yes. I want to hear this. Hold on. This is Zach Wilson earlier today. Go. You said you're, you said you're a competitor, so if they come to you in March and say, look, uh, we're going to keep you, we like you, we're going to develop you, but we're signing veteran X to be our starter mm -hmm. how would you feel yeah I'm gonna make that dude's life hell in practice every day you know I'm gonna I'm gonna go out there and do my best uh to just show the coaches that I deserve to be there and you know and it's not it's not in a negative way it's a positive way it's making everybody else you know better hopefully and and you go out there and you just attack every single day he also added and then 
I'm going to sleep with their mom. I was waiting for that. That joke's got a little... <laughs> I'm sorry. It got a little stale. It was too easy. I apologize. Yeah, but that joke's got a little stale. Womp, womp, I mean, womp. come on. You're better than that, Evan. Are you not? No, I'm, I'm not, not an actually. animal. You're better than that. Am I? Oh, come on. The joke's it's a two-year-old joke. It's not a two-year-old joke. I'm it's a like loser. A Can we do joke. better than that? It's not a six-month-old joke. All right, joke. fine. I take that yeah. joke back. What's your joke? Go ahead. That's a joke. No, that's a good I'm answer. I'm going to make that dude's life hell in practice yeah, every day? That, that actually is a good answer, yeah. Yeah, okay, great. What should his answer... How are you going to do that? By competing, he said. Oh, by competing. What do you think his answer should by be? By what? Rolling to your left and asking a wide receiver to go to a specific <laughs> spot on the field without being rushed and throw the ball to him? In all seriousness, what do you want Zach to say? That's the right I don't answer. Know. I, I give him an A. I give him an A plus for that. I'm going to compete my ass off and hope to uh, prove to the coaches that they were right in keeping but, me. So I don't. I don't want that situation though. I don't want the Jets to bring in a veteran so they can compete. You got to bring the, in a starting quarterback. Yeah, like what veteran fits the bill as a guy to compete with Zach? Who fit? It's Gardner Minshew, like a caller yeah, mentioned earlier. That's I don't right. Want, I don't want that. I don't want a competition. I want a guy. Yeah, I agree. I want a guy that I know. I'm winning 10, 11 games. Have you with. made your list yet? You asked me to. Yeah, and have I you? don't have it with me. But did you make it? I, I asked Craig to make a list of all the potential available quarterbacks yep. and rank them in terms of who yep. he wants. Did you make the list? I did. And who's number one? Well, there's a problem with that. What's the problem? Well, I made the list, and I used crayon to make it. So you can't read it now? Well, no, I can read it, but my kids made paper airplanes. <laughs> and they took my list because they saw crayon and figured it's not important. Daddy doesn't need this. Right. And uh, I don't know where it is now. Do you remember what you wrote down? No. <laughs> you have no memory. Not even like the first and name I on the list? I spent all weekend doing it, too. Who's the first name on your list? You don't recall? Yeah, I do. But he's ungettable. Like he's, you just said well, make a list. So you didn't say make a gettable list. No, no, list. no. I, you said make a wish list. What? Patrick Mahomes? Right? No. He's not an unrestricted free agent. I made a list of guys that are available. I made a list of guys that are free agents slash there are rumblings that that team oh, or that player Oh, well, then your list is made. bigger than mine. Yeah, my list is 20 I deep. made a list of guys that are gettable. Who are free agents. Free agents. Well, the top of the free agent list is Lamar Jackson. That's easy. Yes. Yeah, that's uh, and that's the top of my well, list, period. I agree. third. He's third? He's third on my list. Behind whom? The GOAT and Aaron Rodgers. You're not putting Tom Brady over Lamar. Tom Brady's number one. He's 46. Tom Brady's the number one guy on my list. He's 46. He's number one on your list. Tom, you asked me to make a list. Yeah, I disagree with you. Tom Brady is number one on my list. Number one. Numero uno. And Aaron Rodgers is number two. Aaron Rodgers is number two. And then you get to Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson's straight. I have that order a little reversed. Lamar is number one. Uh, if you want to take uh, the third best out of the three, then take Lamar. It's not about the third I'd best. It's Lamar, about the way. idea that that guy's my quarterback for a long period of time. The negative to Rodgers and Brady is it's a real short-term thing. So and in, Brady's, deal, right? in Brady's case, it's a real short-term yeah, thing. Yeah, but like, here's the deal. I was, I was thinking today, driving in, about the Los Angeles Rams. Mm -hmm. The Los Angeles Rams are going to be a bad team for the next six or seven years. They have no draft Especially if McVay leaves. Yeah, McVay's most likely gone. Stafford's getting old. Uh, Donald's gone. Ramsey's overrated. They are the and definition no of a team that sold their soul for a championship, right. and it's well worth it, yeah. but now you got to pay well, the, but the that, reaper. That's the question. Yeah. Like, if I go out and get Tom Brady, I'm trying to win a Super Bowl next year. Yeah. If I win a Super Bowl next year, will I buy another 10 years of nothing? Yes. So I'm going for it next year. Lamar Jackson's the easy answer. I'm with you 100%. If I want a guy for the next decade 
to be my franchise quarterback and give me multiple chances but to Craig, win. Even in the short but if term, I get Brady, I win. But even in the short term, even if I frame this as because I obviously agree with you, just get me a championship. Yeah. I'm totally with you on that. With all the teams I root for. Don't you think that even in the short term, a 46-year-old is a pretty big risk? Now his name is Tom Brady. They and went 8 and 9 this year. He's Tom Brady. They went 8 and yeah, 9 this that's year. That's Todd Bowles' if fault, that not football Tom Brady's. T- oh, because Robert Sala's, you know, Vince Lombardi, I forgot. No. My apologies. Way. I I totally forgot. Yeah. That the Jets are coached by Vince Lombardi. You want to go Jim Harbaugh and Tom Brady go ahead and do it. Well, that's different. You want to go Sean Payton and Tom Brady go ahead and do it. Just go get me Tom Brady. If the Tampa Bay Buccaneers resided in the AFC, and more specifically the AFC East. Yeah. They're in the playoffs. They are? Yeah, because it'd be better than the Dolphins. And the Dolphins are in the playoffs. I don't know if they are. Oh, yeah, you do. Dude, they're 8-9. Yeah, you do. They were 8-9. You asked the question. And outside of week one against Dallas, do you remember who they even beat this year? Yes. Their division. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Saints, Falcons, The world's crappiest division. Well, it's not their fault. I'm not saying it's their fault. I'm asking no. you in a hypothetical world where they aren't in that division yeah. and they aren't in this conference. How do they do? All right, so in the AFC East, they would have five gotten because the Dolphins got five it. And five and 12. 5-12, my ass. They're a five-win team. You think the Dolphins are that much better than them? I think the Tampa Bay Buccaneers were awful this season. I agree. I have no evidence you think outside they're gonna beat of the week Dallas one. Cowboys. I think they have a chance. See, so there, <laughs> there we go. That's because they've been given weeks. <laughs> There's the rub, right? And he, you know, by the way, any given week, I've been giving this a lot of thought, and <laughs> yeah. I'm worried that, you know, I feel the same way. Yes, they can beat the Cowboys. The Cowboys played a horrendous game against Washington and let a third string quarterback who's never played in the league beat them like it was nothing yesterday. Yeah. And they only scored six points themselves. And Dak Prescott threw an interception for the seventh consecutive game and another pick six. The Cowboys, who the hell knows what you get, right? The Cowboys are going to win. I actually feel better about Here, that. Here's they have the a issue. Ch- yeah, go ahead. The Cowboys are infinitely better, yes. in my opinion, than Tampa. Yes. But nobody trusts the Dallas Cowboys. Yes. The Cowboys, no joke. And I know they lost 19-3 to week one this season. Different world. That means nothing to me. Means nothing. I agree. The Dallas Cowboys should win this game by 30. They're a much better team. And you know they're not going to. I think they're going to win the game, though. Like okay. Just right off the top, my Monday feels, because obviously by Friday, maybe your views change. Sure. My Monday feels are the Giants will lose to Minnesota in a close game, and my Monday's feels is that Dallas will beat Tampa. Do you think? I think uh, the Bucks are cooked, dude. You, Brady's cooked. The team is not that okay. good. I'm with you, and yet there's a part of me, like everyone else, that goes, ah, I don't trust the Dallas but, Cowboys. You know, I don't trust the Cowboys, but I don't trust Tampa Bay. Look at the wins that they've had. Yeah, They They're all great. seem very lucky. They all seem very fortunate, whether it's the Carolina game two weeks ago, the overtime game against Arizona, the miracle against uh, the Rams where they came back. That was the or game I'm thinking about. the right? bad call against Jarrett on the, pa- on the roughing the pass. Yes. That extended the game Dude, they've drive. had they won eight and nine, which stinks. Yeah. And they feel lucky to have won most of the games they won. I, I think they're disagree. a bad football team. And yet there's a part of you that wants to pick them to win. Well, here's why. And that's as much about the Cowboys as it is about them. There's one other thing. You're right, by the way, with your assessment, but there's one other thing you're leaving out. There's that infinite respect and fear I have about Tom Brady. Yeah. It is still Tom Brady. Like, at the end of the day. If they're down five with two minutes to go and Brady's got the ball, I'm taking Tom Brady. Because that's all he's done this year. No, no, I agree. Like, every win they've had, other than opening week, has been a fourth quarter comeback. So there's a fear in my mind 
if the game is close late, the Buccaneers will win. Okay. If somehow they keep it close enough late between the combination of Dallas's ability to lose heartbreaking playoff games in their history, and they have, and Tom Brady's ability to kill you, which he's done. Yep. If the game's close, they probably find a way to win, like they've done in their regular By the season. Way, are wins. you guys starting your uh, postseason pick tournament uh, from scratch? Yeah, Evan damn right. Was we crowned are. regular season champion. The Is that one right? thing I'm debating, and oh, I think no these guys. Yeah. Can I finish my thought? Yeah. The yeah. one thing I'm debating, I'll let Craig decide. All right. Is should we actually kick it off tonight with the national championship game, or should it be completely no, separate? Score. Okay. That wouldn't be fair. All right. Plus, no, That's fine. No, no disrespect. You guys are. You guys, I don't think Big Mike even follows college football. No, I'm not, it's not a knock. No, I mean, I, like, I do slightly, you but yeah, name, no, I other couldn't. Other than Max Duggan, no. a dude on TC. Yeah, I don't disagree with you. Yes, I can. The running back who's hurt, the probably not going to play. Back Mitchell. Yeah, okay, the running back's go. banged up. How about the guy there who scored go. the touchdown last week? What I think you guys should do. <laughs> What's his name? Is maybe pull your money. Emmanuel something. You should pull your money for the playoffs and make a consensus pick. That way you're not a risking too much. Pick. Yeah, that way you guys are not risking more than you can afford to lose. You have a plan. You stick with your plan. You don't chase bad wagers, and you have just a like who breaks the tie kind of. Thing. Well, you know what I was gonna do betting wise. Forget picks. I was gonna watch tonight's game and the Knicks Bucks game, which yeah. I'm intrigued by. Let's yeah. go next, by the way. Thank you. Yeah. Let's go next. Mm-hmm. Certainly not scared of you, while KD's out. I'm scared of the Bucks. Um, I'm gonna bet on the team that gives up the first score. You see what I'm saying? So you're going to make an in-game wager on whoever's losing first. Get, or Figuring let's that the say, odds are kind of in your favor. Or I'll give you this one. Or, or Georgia off. goes down early, the point spread will adjust from 13.5 to, let's say, 9 and jump on them. And you know when I did that? I did that this weekend with the Jaguar game. The Jaguar number scared me. It was 6.5. When Tennessee was up, and I forget where in the game I did it, but I got the line down to 2.5, and, and then I bet on Jacksonville. Really? Yeah. Look at you. Why are you shaking your head? You don't like that idea, Luke? I didn't shake my head. I was rubbing my eyes. Oh, okay. Look at you shaking your head. Yeah. Well, no, I was, any, but yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go after everything. Any mumble get mad just, don't, just take Tennessee. You don't like the number. Bingo. Take an underdog for once. No, because I think, because here's why. Most, take people, Tennessee most people don't bet underdogs because well, they're afraid. They should. I wasn't, because I didn't think Tennessee would win. And I wanted to bet Jacksonville with a different. Yeah, but I waited for the number to change. Why is that a bad idea? Like, seriously, what am I missing? No, here? it's a good idea. It's part of why live betting can I love be fun live, sometimes. I love live betting. Oh, so you love it, yet you're ripping yeah. me for doing it. No, this is no, why I'm, I don't want to say I'm, anything. I'm defensive. telling you what he said because he won't stand up and tell you what he said, so I had to do it but for But this him. is why, because Evan gets upset, Craig. I'm I'm upset. I didn't want to upset a guy on a Monday. Stupid. Craig's cool, calm, eating ice cream. I didn't want to upset you. It's cool and calm. He was ripping the Jets before. I don't get him anymore, so I don't have these, uh, exactly. uh, yep. these panic attacks or these nervous I'm not moments. panicked. I'm annoyed that he's saying it's, oh, just bet the Titans, because I don't want to bet the Titans. How Most people that? don't know what the hell they're doing anyway when it comes to gambling. It's, I find it fascinating. I don't really know what I'm doing. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I've got yeah. small ideas, yeah, but I do. do it. Yeah, you do. I bet the Packers to win the AFC. To win, I bet the Packers mm-hmm. to win the NFC Championship at 9 a.m. on Sunday. Do I really know what I'm doing? How'd that go for me? Not well. <laughs> Got eliminated by Sunday night. See, but yeah, here's what I'll give you credit for. What's that? Your hubris does not carry over necessarily to your gambling. What does that mean? Like, you uh, you don't like to lose sports arguments. You admit days later, all right, I was wrong about that one. But in the moment, you are uh, kind of, you know, like a raccoon in the corner. <laughs> you kind of get your hair up, and you like to win an argument. I respect that about you because it's normally factually based whether you're right or wrong. You have some basis for whatever your opinion might be. If that carries over to your gambling, you can get yourself in a lot of trouble. That's true. That's a good point. And you, I've noticed that you have not done that. Oh, thank you. Yes, you're not a hubris gambler. You're more of a, 
I do it for fun. I do it for fun. You know, I don't. Think, I think the biggest bet I know of that you made is like fifty bucks. You're not a big number gambler. Well, the either. only time I bet high is when I really need to win for my team and I bet against them. You know that. I yes. don't want to get into he that. He's the, the ultimate hedger. I'm a hedger. He is the uh, the hedger. Like, yes. I'm still enjoying the winnings from Kevin Durant and the Nets falling short in Game 7 of the Bucks a few years ago. Because I wanted it that badly. I wanted it that badly. You can't blame me for that. 877-337-6666. It's Carton and Roberts on the fan. WFAN, WFAN-FM, and WFAN.com. All right. Uh, 20 in front of 5. Phone number to join is always 877-337-6666. We got uh, Zach Wilson. The Giants have Daniel Jones. And then the Cincinnati Bengals have a guy named Joe Burrow. Now, why do I bring that up? Well, Joe Burrow was asked yesterday, how long is the window of opportunity going to be open for the Bengals? Which is, I guess, a fair question because, you know, things are going really good. They went to the Super Bowl last year. They're, from a lot of people, the favorite to go back this year out of the AFC, right? And Joe Burrow. And it's weird, Evan, when he says it, it doesn't sound cocky. Because he's Joe Cool. And he said, the window is open as long as I'm here. Yes. <laughs> and he's right. Oh, baby. And he's 100% right. How about that? Dude, look at the team that made the playoffs in the AFC. Everyone's got a stud quarterback. And look at the teams that missed the playoffs in the AFC. They don't have stud quarterbacks. I mean, you notice this clear line of demarcation in the Other NFC. Than the Dolphins, maybe, I guess. Well, look, to be Ch- fair. Because Tua is not a stud or is a stud. Tua is not in their category. He's not He's not Allen. He's not No, Burrow, but I think for Mahomes. the first half of the season, he was playing like an MVP candidate. Oh, yeah, that's fair. And then the concussion really concussion issues really got to him, That's including fair. the end of that Packers yeah, game. Yeah. The NFC is a little bit different because I think Jared Goff had a great year and he's not in the postseason. Aaron Rodgers is still sort of Aaron Rodgers and he's not in the postseason. But then look at the teams that missed the playoffs. Look at New Orleans, who's their quarterback. Look at Atlanta, who's their quarterback. Look at Washington, who is their quarterback. Look at all of them. Yeah. Like, it is just this obvious thing that it really helps to have a franchise quarterback. It's kind of a big deal, Craig. No, it's everything. And yeah, that some of those quarterbacks came close, but they're not in the playoffs. And that's exactly and that's why the AFC for the next 10 years is going to be a very tough conference to come it's out of. It's why you need to shoot to the moon. When you're in a conference with Josh Allen and Joe Burrow and Trevor Lawrence and Patrick Mahomes, who should be the first name I mentioned, and even Justin Herbert, and until right now, Lamar Jackson is still there, think about what you need to compete with that. Yeah. You know, this idea of bring in a veteran and have Zach compete with them, really. You think that, whatever that turns into, can match the list I just named? Yeah. Really? Good luck. Yeah, that's why the Jets are in trouble. Here's uh, Stevie in Sayerville on the fan. Steve, what's going on? What's up, guys? How, hey, are, you how are you? What's up? All right. Hey, listen, first I just want to say, lifelong Giant fan, years ago, you know, I don't know if you remember, you know, T-shirts, bumper stickers, you know, you saw I root for the Giants and whoever plays the Jets and vice versa, right? Like that was a thing that I'm sure they're still out there. But thanks to a turn in my life, I gave up that hate. 10 or 12 years ago. And, you know, I don't feel that way anymore. And, you know, listening to guys like you and Joe Beningo, man, week after week and year after year, from the bottom of my heart, man, I feel your guys' pain. And I really have changed in that now, you know, 
I root for the Jets. If for you, you guys. change, for you guys, I'm- if everybody could change, we could all change. You know what movie that's from? <laughs> yes, Rocky Ford. Good job. But I do. Show. I really feel for you guys and like um, you know, it, not so much the organization, but for you fans that go through this torture, man, it's brutal to listen to. Well, that to be fair, it's been uh, twelve consecutive years of this conversation the Monday after the season. So I recommend you don't feel sorry for us. You just go root for a team that's better than us. You know what's great, though, about this conversation this year? So usually when the Jets and Giants season ends, it then goes on and on and on for weeks and weeks. I can promise you this. If you're listening to us right now and you're sick of hearing about the Jet talk, I make you promise it's going away Yeah, because it's going to be Giants talk. Like, I'm surprised. I'm not surprised, but, you know, the Jets got eliminated yesterday officially or a week before that. But to be fair... Ending it on a six-point offensive, uh, you know, explosion. And uh, helping the Miami Dolphins get into the playoffs uh, by beating us. You know, we got to do this today. But the focus of this week, frankly, should not be on the failures of the Jets. It won't be. It should be on the success of the New York Giants. I get why the Jets get a day, but starting really tomorrow... uh, I want to be all Giants up tomorrow. No, it will be. By the way, uh, Tommy... Uh, tomorrow, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I want you to load it up. LT. <laughs> All right. Let me think of guys that aren't boring. Uh, Victor Cruz. All right. Plaxico Burris. Tom Coughlin. I want them all. All right. So no Eli Manning, because unfortunately, he's I sort said of nobody boring. boring. That's what I said. All right. But Michael Strahan, he ain't boring. I can get you Strahan, not a problem. All right, and yeah, we're colleagues. Does he still do interviews about sports anymore? He's a big star. Well, he's uh, he does the Fox pregame. Besides show. the Fox pregame show, I he's a bigger he, uh, star than he that. He just interviewed uh, the Prince. Exactly. I mean, who hasn't interviewed the Prince this week? Seems like everyone's getting that. We interview. are Wednesday at five. I heard that's instead of Wag Wednesday. It's Prince, Prince Harry. Yeah, Prince Wednesday. Harry Wednesday. Is it sponsored by uh, Prince Pizza <laughs> or Harry's Razors? <laughs> Prince Street Pizza, Harry's Razors. I uh, <laughs> didn't go up. Well, I mean, the story behind Harry's Razors is that Harry's Razors uh, sold they sold the company to Schick, and Schick is a I think a German based company. That's where they make all their blades. And someone decided in the Justice Department that they didn't want that deal to go through. I don't know why. Hmm. So Harry's had the company sold. All good. That's the purpose of you know building a company to sell to make a gazillion dollars. And the Justice Department said, no, sir, we're not going to let you sell your company to Schick. So they didn't sell it. And now they're failing miserably. And they're going the wrong way, sadly. It was a great American success story. They made it. They sold it. They got out. And now they're screwed. Yeah. So that's that's your Harry story. So they're not a sponsor for our uh, spot with that. No, no, they might be a sponsor, but like they had sold it. The company was done. Hey, hey, speaking of sponsors, I couldn't get over this last night. What do you want me to help with? I'm watching the Nets. You want a one wheel? I'll get you a one wheel. I'm watching the Miami Made in America. Against the Nets last night. You don't want a one wheel. And every time up and down, I'm seeing FTX Arena. I thought they couldn't wait to pull FTX off of its arena, yet it's still sitting there on the court. I think it's there to the end of the season. (laughs) They're stuck with it? Well, I think they paid the bill. Yeah, but they can't say, we want out, please. You going to refund them the money? Ah, yeah, I guess that's it. Well, you know what? You're not writing a check back. You know what in a weird way, Craig? Yeah. No. That's such a... 
What do you care? It's such a... No, no, I don't care. Plus, all the marketing's got it in there already anyway. It's a bad look. Did they keep Enron Field on Enron Field until the contract expired? Or the year was over? I I have to check. I don't know. But you see what I'm saying? I don't think they changed Enron Field mid-season. Craig, this is such a toxic company. You wouldn't want that logo off immediately. You think you'd want no involvement whatsoever. But you don't have to write a check to anybody. Like, you did nothing wrong. Right, but they were sponsored. They wrote a check. There's no the money. out out of that contract because of what ended no, up happening. I'm, I'm, no, what I'm saying is, yes, they are going to divorce themselves, as other companies will, or, or arenas and whatnot, of the FTX logo. But when, right? Immediately. I'm not. I don't know what those contracts say. Maybe you can't. No, I'm. I'm real curious about Enron because I don't know. Like I, I thought that Obviously they, took, they changed it. I they don't know when. Took, I thought they took that name off immediately. I mean, maybe they did. I don't know the answer to that question. Right. It's just an observation. Yeah. Right? Yeah, like, would you want to play in the FTX arena? No. Would you care? Uh, it wouldn't cause me to protest or anything, but I'd make right. my opinion known, and then i move on. Like, But as a player, you wouldn't care. You probably don't even know the name of the I, arena. I, look, if I invested in the company, I'd care. Yes, for sure. I agree with you because you lost your money. But if you're a player... How does Steph Curry feel when he heads into that arena as a visiting player? Remember, he was involved in yes. being like... Um, well, he's oh, being sued, by the way. Yeah, he's being sued. Do you think he wants to play yeah, the by the way, arena? They're all being sued. All the uh, celebrity uh, endorsers you think Steph Curry are being sued. He wants to play an FTX arena right I now? Well, Steph Curry doesn't run the world, so I don't think it matters. No, but you asked me what the players think. I think I'm Steph Curry seeing the FTX sign is probably like, come on, man. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah, now i got to see that sign. Yeah. I, I was just surprised it was still there. See it on, like, midcourt? Yeah, dude, every possession, you see it. Well, good thing Steph Curry's not playing right now. Yeah. Right? Yeah, thing. I don't know what to do. I, I'm sure they have the right to take it down. But I don't know. That, that's probably expensive to do, too. I Wouldn't you like to have a replacement before you take it down? Uh, I think with a like name. Like, curiosity, what would you call the arena? Heat Arena. Just, yeah, just use the The name. Astros did the same thing. When they took it down immediately, temporarily, they said, okay, we're Astros Field. Whatever they called it. The point is, you don't want to be associated with such a toxic company. Yeah, no, no. I don't know. I'm not arguing with you. I'm assuming they're just going to wait till after the year. Or maybe at the All-Star break. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I can't help you out. I'm just asking a question. Stop yelling at me. I don't know. I'm actually very calm right now. Here's uh, Artie in Brooklyn on the fan. As the New York Jets lose their last six games of the year and watch the Miami Dolphins dance on their graves as they make the playoffs and we don't. Although, give Sauce Gardner a lot of credit. Tyree Kill was stopped yesterday. He also got hurt. True. What do you got, Artie? Yo, I'm a phys ed teacher and I break up fights once in a while. Zach Wilson reminds me of one of these sixth graders that, like, doesn't do anything. But when I get there, all of a sudden he goes, let me at him. So now he's talking all big how he's going to put fear into uh, the, the starting quarterback. But was that the talk when Salah couldn't even put him in against the Dolphins with a meaningless game? What's going on? What happened? I don't understand how that talk. Yeah. And you talked to Salah, and Salah couldn't even put him in a game. That was meaningless. He had no confidence. Well, because we watched him play, he was awful. But to Zach, what do you want him to say when he's asked a valid question? How are you going to feel if they bring in a veteran quarterback? What do you want him to say? Here's my question, Ev. Did he have that same answer to Salah when he asked, when, when he was approached the game against the Dolphins? Did he show that, that he wanted to play? I'm did sure he did. I, I, as much as I've ribbed Zach, I think he wants to play. I don't. I've never accused them of ducking the competition and not wanting to play. I think Robert Sala made a decision. 
in which, hey, this guy's bad. We gave him a reset. He came back. The Jacksonville game was so awful, he needed to be pulled for Chris Streveler. He's bad. I don't want to play him. I don't think that had anything to do with Zach Wilson not talking tough or being confident or not wanting to play. But I would say this. If Zach Wilson thinks he's going to make it a hell for whatever veteran they bring in here so the coaches have a tough decision, I would ask the question, you didn't make it a hell on Joe Flacco. No, you're right. Right. Second point is that next year, you, you guys would have a problem with uh, Zach being a backup quarterback. To is whom? To whom? Is he the backup to no, Aaron Rodgers? Please, okay, fine. Jimmy, Whatever. No, the, the, Jimmy, the Jimmy G. I'm concerned about Jimmy Garoppolo. I'll tell you right now. Because of his uh, inability to stay healthy. Yes, and that's yeah. a big deal. Of course. Staying on the field is a big deal. The best attribute of Daniel Jones in 2022 is that he went out and played every game. Missed a few snaps middle of the season. But for the most part, he went out and played every game. Jimmy Garoppolo has a history. One of his histories is that he wins every time he quarterbacks, and that's great. I don't want to take anything away from him despite being on really good teams. But he also never plays full seasons. Yeah. He misses time constantly. Way, I don't think Jimmy Garoppolo is the answer here. He's an upgrade for sure, but I don't know that he's going to make us happy. Well, who makes us happy? Realistically, then. You said Tom Brady, you know it's not realistic. You said Lamar Jackson, it's likely that, not that realistic. That is more realistic than Brady or okay, Rodgers. Okay, I me. agree. To me. But let's say it's not Brady, Rodgers, or Jackson. Then yeah. who is it? Well, then, yes, I'm not going to deny you have to go down the road of talking about guys like Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, obviously, guys like Gardner Minshew. Oh, yeah. come on. No, 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 no. That's where you're going. I like Gardner Minshew, so this is really uncomfortable. Yeah, you don't, don't like him enough. Don't put Gardner Minshew in the category of a Derek Carr Listen, and Jimmy Garoppolo. He's not on that level. Yeah, but he's available. Derek you Carr's know, clearly available. You know I love Jimmy Garoppolo. That's my guy. I'll tell you another guy I'd bring in here. You're going to hate it, though. You're not going to like it at all. And I'd, make it, I'd, I'd do the deal today. Who? Well, you're not going to like it. Well, you're going to yell at me. me. Stop prefacing Yeah, but you're going to yell at me. Why am I going to yell and at you? And it's Monday, and I don't want to be yelled at. I'm not the New York Jets. I didn't put a stupid finish shirt in everyone's locker to set the tone for why, next year. Why do you believe that Calm Evan is going to yell at you? Baker Mayfield. Because he stinks. He doesn't He's stink. not that freaking Baker good. Mayfield's a franchise you know, quarterback. You know what Baker Mayfield is? What? Baker Mayfield fits the description of what Zach Wilson was talking about. He's a guy to compete against. A guy with you Zach. can compete against. They're competing. But by That's the way, what that is. Zach Wilson couldn't hold a candle to Baker Mayfield. Yeah, Sam Darnold outplayed him. That's not true. Yeah, it is true. Don't shake your head over there. Sam Darnold no, no, was no, no, no. better at, than Baker that, yeah. Mayfield, dude. Just because you're a Giant fan yeah. and you're all pumped up for all the pro-Giant talk right. we have coming on today and all the great Giant guests yeah, we have I'm come still, on I'm this still week. waiting for it, by the it's way. It's okay. coming. Okay. Don't shake your head at him when he says that Baker Mayfield yeah, isn't any I good. I shook my head at you for disagreeing with it. Dude, it's obvious. Let's do it. They both started six games with Carolina. Sam Darnold, 4-2. and two. Baker Mayfield, 1-5. and five. Stop, Sam right there. Don- Stop right there for one second. Go ahead. Because I'm glad you brought that up. What? Because you're Mr. The Record doesn't indicate if you're a good quarterback. You're right. Baker had Christian McCaffrey. Sam yeah. didn't for a lot of it. Yeah. You're right. Good I mean, point. not right, fair. So why don't we take a look at the quarterback for the Jets who has a winning record? Oh, wait. Oh, no. Let's look at the stats then. Because well, if the winning, if well, the record doesn't the matter record, to you. Well, I started with that. But, but let's move on then. Completion <laughs> percentage, Sam Darnold. Touchdown, yeah. Sam Darnold. Yeah. Interceptions, Baker threw more. Yeah. Quarterback rating by a lot, yeah. Sam Darnold. Dude, in every aspect, yeah. he was better and outplayed Baker Mayfield. Okay. And he's two years younger. And guess who also is a free agent? Sam Darnold. So do you want Sam Craig? No, I don't. Why not? 
Because Zach Wilson uh, had a winning record also. <laughs> he did. That's right. But I'm using the comparison on the same team yeah. of Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold. And but how Sam come was you, don't, better? you don't use that same comparison between Mike White and Zach Wilson? I'll tell you why. Because we watched Mike White and Zach Wilson. And anyone who watched knows that Mike White was better. Now, if you watched Carolina, did you ever walk away thinking Baker Mayfield was better than Sam Darnold? Was there an outcry when they got Only, off to that uh, one and early, five start early in the season. and said, let's move on from this clown? Early in the season. He got hurt, to be fair. He got hurt. Yeah, but then they decided to move on from he him. He got hurt. Let's not let's not rip a guy for getting hurt, Evan. They weren't one and five. Uh, you want Geno Smith back? Were they one? And, I would consider him. Yeah. Oh, stop! Him Abs- he's in the playoffs. Crazy talk. He completed seventy percent of his passes. Crazy talk. Uh, why is that crazy? Because it's crazy talk. You think just... Baker Mayfield is a better option than Geno Smith? I do. What do Based you on what? Yeah, no, let Big Mac broke, save you from he, this ass kicking. No, no, Go he, ahead. he broke the record for most yards ever thrown by a Seattle. Yeah, well, that doesn't mean anything. To I mean, man. he's had a monster season. Yeah, he has had a great season. He's had a yeah. great year. There's no Maybe denying. He's figured it out. This is the kind of guy you're looking and again, for. And again, if you're coming, I'm acknowledging to his credit, he had a great year, and he deserves all the accolades so coming his way. I think you should bring him all. He also threw a pick in every game in the last six weeks. So. Oh, so now it doesn't matter. No, no, but we're comparing sudden, him to Baker Mayfield. You people change you. You wear the, the, the finish line all the time. I can never win. Baker Mayfield was better than uh, Geno Smith this now year? listen, if it makes you guys happy to always beat me in an argument, keep changing the finish line, I'll just eat my ice cream It's over not here. a finish line. You wanted Baker Mayfield. I said you were nuts. It's the same argument. We can go back to that. You're nuts. Baker didn't throw a touchdown in his last two games. He threw for a buck 32, a buck 40, and three weeks before that, a buck 11. He's not... Good. How about when he dropped a fifty burger on a, on a team? How about that? What uh, against the Denver Broncos? Great. That was fantastic. Oh, that doesn't count. That was great. All of a sudden, we're just eliminating the good games <laughs> to help my argument. I'm not eliminating it. I just don't think Baker Mayfield. You know, he played well in that game. I got to take that. No, I'll be listen. I don't. Baker Mayfield, while he's an upgrade, not enough of an upgrade. No, Cam Akers was uh, the real beast in that game. Yeah, to make Jet fans happy. I agree with you. And by the way, Geno Smith is better than Baker Mayfield. Can you just repeat that for me? Because it's obvious and well, true. Well, I mean, you said it. There's two of us. We don't both need to say the same thing. But you agree with me. But I think people heard you say it. But do you so agree with the statement? So I don't know why I would need to say it. Okay, do you agree with my statement? Is ba- Do you agree with the statement that Geno uh, Smith is a better option than Baker Mayfield? I do not agree with that. Why? Because I don't want to. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> well, who can argue with that? <laughs> That's why. Ah, eight seven seven three three seven sixty six sixty six. I'm just pissed off, Evan. Pissed off because the Jets scored six points yesterday. Pissed off that the New York Jets handed the Miami Dolphins are, the golden ticket. Are you pissed and off? And yet, I'm so happy for the Giants. I want to get into some pro-Giants stuff. Well, one quick thing. Are you pissed off about something a, a few of my fellow Jet fans are pissed off at that I had no problem with? I don't know what it is. We haven't talked about it yet, and I just want you on record, then we can move on. All right. Were you pissed off? Mm-hmm. And again, I was not pissed off. I All thought right. it was funny. I don't care. Go. Were you pissed off that Joe Flacco's son was wearing a Tyreek Hill jersey? I, that, that stuff doesn't bother me. Okay, good. I'll, say, way, I'll tell you something else. If I'm Joe Flacco's son, how do you blame him? <laughs> like, what jersey should he be wearing? His dad's? Yeah, from the Ravens. Sure. I'm good with that. Plus, his dad barely How plays. Or hasn't give, played. Give the kid an Eagle jersey. Plus, his dad hasn't played consistently right. in years. You have to remember. He likes football. He likes Tyreek Kids don't find their dads cool till they are old enough to get how hard their dad worked to get to where he's at. Especially when your dad's a backup quarterback. Right. So your dad's a backup for a guy that can't play. <laughs> right. And here's Tyree Kill setting records, looking awesome. I'm glad we're on the same yeah. page because I can I, that, see that you that being That jersey all... thing doesn't bother me. No, no, me neither. I'm just making That's sure. That's more of a Beningo thing. 
I'm sure that drove him crazy. I don't know. I know BT was mad about it. He was pissed about it. Said so. Uh, no disrespect, because I love Brandon. That's stupid. <laughs> like, why do you care what jersey the guy's son wears? He's like an yeah. eight-year-old kid. I didn't care, dude. Like, oh, man, we can't bring Joe Flacco back because his son wore a Tyree Kill jersey? Like, so what? Tyree Kill's a pretty popular dude amongst young fans of football. You know why? Because he's really effing good. Right? Like, when you're an eight-year-old kid playing flag football, have you ever heard anybody say, yo, I want to be like Joe Flacco? Not the last few years. Or do you have kids going, yo, I want to be like the cheetah? There's a difference, right? right? The problem also is Joe Flacco hasn't been a regular starting quarterback in five years. Right, and he couldn't even beat out Zach Wilson for the job here. So just call, and I love Joe. He's a good dude. And he's done with the NFL, and he'll be really good on TV if he wants to be. But I'm not going to kill a guy for what his kid wears. That's crazy talk. No, I agree with you. Right? I agree. No, I agree with you. I saw it on the broadcast yesterday, and I chuckled. And I, I saw said, it, I, 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 blame thought, I thought it was funny. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to blame the kid for rooting for one of the best players in the league. It's like if your kid wakes up one day and wants a Patrick Mahomes jersey for Christmas, you're going to give it to him. I would, yeah. Yeah. I would explain to him you that. You disown him because you're no, weird. No, I would never. Yeah. I would say, you know what? You're smart. You're making a decision I wish I made. I wish I started rooting for a team that would actually give me joy instead of pain and suffering. So right. I would commend him. I'd say great work, son. By the way, it would, it would drive you crazy to your core. Uh, Patrick Mahomes would not. I think the. How about this? I'll give you a quick example. Aaron Judge, yes. Either one of your kids wakes up one day. Yep. And is like, I want a, uh, I want a Steph Curry jersey. I want an Aaron Judge jersey. Oh, Evan Roberts would go crazy. Okay, so yes. Crazy. The circumstances are very different, but yes. I think a part of why. Hey, Daddy, can Mahomes, I get a two jersey? Well, that would drive me crazy. Drive too. you crazy. I think the Mahomes thing wouldn't drive me as crazy because, A, we don't have someone to rival that. Like, the Nets, our team, has someone you could argue is better than Steph Curry. Sure. Why would you need his jersey? The Mets have a lot of stars yeah. that maybe not as good. Hey, Daddy, as Judge. I want a Luka Doncic jersey. Yeah, oh, that pissed me off. That would bother you. That bothered me. But with Mahomes, yeah. we have nothing that comes close to that. Matter so. of fact, your kids may acquire those jerseys soon. Don't you dare. And I'm telling you right now, if they show up at the house, I better get a picture of those kids rocking no, those jerseys. No, they'll be donated to the local charity, and they'll love yeah. it. Did you eat the pretzels? I did. Good. Thank Then you. the kids get put in jerseys. Really? I get you a gift. Oh, so there was a trade-off? I and my family enjoy those pretzels, and then I've got to make my son Benedict Arnold? Absolutely not. No. For Luca and Steph Curry? Yeah. Why don't you just go Julius Randle while you're at it? By the way, I'm thinking about it. Yeah. But I got that jersey for his kids. (laughs) If I gave uh, Tommy and Anthony uh, jerseys uh, for a team that you don't root for, would you, uh, like, throw a fit about it or no? No. You would not. No, I don't think so. Like uh, it depends the right team. Now, right. yeah. They're let's at the age where I'll be thrilled they're into it. Let's for a say second. I got Benito a Rafael Devers jersey. Who? Your other son. <laughs> and, my other son Benito. Is it Tommy sorry, Benito? It's okay. Andrew. It's Tommy it's, and Andrew. I yes. apologize. Yeah, no. Let's say I got Andrew a yeah. Rafael Devers jersey. That's a good, a good choice. No, that's that's different. <laughs> I don't. That's, that. Come on. Come on. You can't do that. That's not the same as. Come on. Okay. How about this one? How about this one? Yeah. If he got your son a Sauce Gardner jersey. No problems. No problems. Okay. No problem. None. Well, I'm not getting him a sauce card jersey. Dak Prescott. I'm going to get little Andrew a yeah. uh, Raphael Devers jersey. Nah, no. And I'm going to get Tommy a... Uh, Jalen Hurts jersey. No, Big Poppy jersey. 
Get him a little Ortiz, a little David Ortiz jersey. Stop it. How about that? Stop it. How does that work? No, Is that good or no? No, it doesn't. You would let them wear it? No. Wow. Wait, oh, wait, how about this one? How about someone who's not, because I think you got to pick the equivalent. Why well, can't you let your kids decide for themselves who they're no. for? Because you picked rivals. You went no, to they extreme. Can pick, they can pick even a Met jersey. I'd how, let them wear. How about a Mike Trout jersey? Yeah. Because it's not no a real problem. rivalry. No, but that's what I was asking. Because no problem. you already have a star. You should say, we already have our yeah, guy. I, Why do you need that guy? Tommy, how yeah. about this? Will you let one of the girls you and your wife swings with wear a, um, <laughs> a, let me think, let me think, a Bryce Harper jersey? Yeah, as long as that's the only thing she's wearing. You're okay with it, right? <laughs> of course. 100%. <laughs> See, there you go. See? He doesn't have rules. No, he has no rules. No rules. <laughs> no rules at all.